0: don't like that celebrities i feel like i've been doing a lot lately is bashing things that you're in i'm sorry that's not cute that's not Mm -hmm. funny don't bash Mm -hmm. it zach Efron. i'm talking to you
1: i believe it's inherently anti-feminist to project your own expectations onto another woman Mm -hmm.
0: i can't legally
1: blonde into this relationship literally i'm like i'm sorry we
0: You're not even going to pick me up? Like, tiny things The nail trick didn't work? The long nails didn't work? What? Right. Like, oh, I have to hold my own door? This is strange. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we.
1: We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us, who want to give a different
0: perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Those Are The Girls With Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. We are so bad, girlies. We have a great episode today. Yes. Um, much to discuss. Much, much to discuss. Before we get into our discussions, Couple of things. I think we got rid of. Oops, turn the sound down. I think we got rid of the clicking. Um, someone did yes. point that out a couple episodes ago, when we were trying to figure that out. We got rid of clicking, Shout out to so Karen. Yeah, Say that again. Shout out to Karen, who
1: definitely pointed it out.
0: My mom. Oh, okay. She pointed it out too. Okay, all right. So it was definitely <laughs> obvious to everyone. Got it. Got it. Um, I think we fixed it. Um, okay. A couple people messaged me on Instagram did. too. So. What? And I did notice it myself. I I guess I was just trying to ignore it. But anywho, we think we fixed that. And welcome. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you're going to love it. We talk a lot about faith and femininity, and this is your new favorite podcast. I'm just letting you know now. So go ahead and follow it. Uh, When you're done on Spotify is the only time you can actually uh, rate it. One of the cool things about Spotify is you can't rate unless uh, Hmm. you actually listen to the actual Hmm. podcast so mm. go ahead listen to the whole thing through and then just make sure you go over and give us a rating because it's going to be your new favorite podcast what else oh we have an app in the app we talk and discuss the different topics we talk about on the podcast we want more people on there we want more people to be on the apps to have better discussions um we also have merch freeman is wearing one of our shirts pro woman pro science pro life and if you're like see oh goodness these girls are pro life and oh, i don't want to hear them anymore pause don't turn away we talk about other things as well and hopefully it will give you a different perspective than some of these uh other pro-lifers you see on twitter let's just say we're not like them um and then we also have stuff like this if you're looking for a new emotional support water bottle this is the water bottle for you i carry this everywhere it's um steel and metal bpa free i'm pretty sure um It's great. We also have other stuff on the merch website. And what this does is it helps fund the podcast. Everything earned from the podcast, including our Patreon, which you should also join, goes right back to the podcast and the different things, activities that we're going to do um, now and in the future. One of those activities is we are having our three-year anniversary party, August 26th at Merchant and Trade in Charlotte. So if you live in the Charlotte area, Come by Merchant and Trade. Let us know you're coming. We're gonna get there right at five o'clock because um we want to get a table right away. Merchant and Trade. I've actually never been. I've seen really cute pictures. Have never you been? been? No. Yes. Have you? You have? Yes. Oh, you like it a lot? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Last year we went to um Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit was really nice and fun. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess you'll see August 26th. Um, Fahrenheit's really cute, and it has a really nice backdrop. It was kind of expensive, and they charged a cake fee, which I now know is a thing. I did not know that was a thing before. So Mm. we're going to have a cute little cake for merchant and Trade. So I'll have that in my mind that I might have to pay a cake fee. Mm. Um, So, yeah, you should come join that attire is obviously pink next year we might have a different theme so we might have a different color but this year especially going along with the barbie um we're gonna do pink yes
1: ma'am okay on the one year anniversary of me joining we should have a party and and the theme should be european sleek and everyone has to wear muted tones i I was gonna say (laughs) neutral okay yeah all nudes that that would be really cute, actually. I was going to say, that really actually cute. is really
0: cute. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Not my vibe, a vibe, but that's a vibe. That's it's a vibe. a vibe. Yeah. We should do that. That actually will be really fun. So, yeah. oh, and that's another thing, too. We love community here. So, first of all, I am a party thrower. Um, You know, once I get my life situated a little Same. bit more, I, once a month, maybe, maybe more, I would love to have people over for a themed party. Mm-hmm. anything really I love it um I I miss or I, I didn't go to like a dinner with some people of my family and they were asking me my mom said they were like oh where's Mallory they're like um uh, my mom's like, oh she was at a bridal shower and my cousin's like oh wow it seems like she's going to a baby shower bridal shower every other week and really I really am I love it I love showers I love parties I love themes I love decorating I love celebrating like anything just give me any holiday I'll do it That's also a little hint, if you're living in Charlotte, to invite me to any of the activities that you're having. Absolutely love. Um, Settle, settle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love community. It's all part of community, being a girl and like, you know, embracing each other. Um, Okay, that is all of the announcements. Um, Freeman, how are you doing?
1: Things are well. Things are really well. I have a fascinating question for you, Mallory. I'm excited. Okay, so I was having lunch with my in-laws. And David, if you're listening, shout out to David. He is a king. So David asked, where are you a regular at? Because apparently, and I'm probably going to butcher the story, but he was sharing a story about a woman who really struggled with kind of getting out into the world. She really struggled with confidence. She really struggled with social anxiety. And her therapist advised her, to become a regular somewhere, anywhere, because apparently it has a lot of social and emotional benefit. So Mallory, where are you a regular at?
0: I absolutely love this question. Um, She and I talked about this question a couple hours ago. Have not stopped thinking about it. Oh my God. Okay. Because for
1: those of you who don't know, I texted Mallory and told her that she was going to be asked this.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm glad you, like I could think of something ahead of time Yeah, because Mm -hmm. I honestly cannot name a place in Charlotte. (gasps) I feel like I'm a regular at surprisingly. I know. Sorry. Let me put my phone on. Like, do not disturb. Um, I cannot name a place in Charlotte. I'm regular at, and I, I love, um, how you were saying that it kind of affects like the mental health and social anxiety and things like that. Um, yeah, because you go in and like people know who you are, and you can like,
1: you have this weird community, not weird, but you have this like newfound community like yes. right
0: next door or right down the street. Yes. I will say, um, when I lived in Virginia Beach, not to, you know, go on and on about that, but when I was in Virginia Wait, that did you live in Virginia of- Beach? <laughs> <laughs> in that season of life, I was a regular at it was a gym that was across uh, the YMCA mm-hmm. that was across the street from my apartment complex. Yeah. That's the thing, um, they had water aerobics, and I was swimming, oh, so I would come cool. and do laps, and then I would watch. And you know when they're when you do laps at like watch stuff like that, and they do like a water aerobics thing. You know they move the lanes in, so you only have that one lane. And I would Mm -hmm. do my laps and I'd look over like, that looks okay. But, you know, it's mainly 65 plus. I I can't. I'm above that. I can't swim with them. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just see. Yeah. I'm just going to go. You guys, it is a lot harder than you think. These 65 Mm -hmm. plus people are... I mean they're limber They're and they know the song and the dances and like I became a regular at that so like after great. my first one and it honestly was like if I miss a class where were you You weren't here are you okay oh wow. um, literally are you okay where were you okay cool oh, I saw you mm-hmm. at the I saw someone once at like um Harris Theater or something I saw you at Harris Theater. wow you're wow and it that camaraderie that feeling was really great so I can say I was a regular there. Another thing that kind of like made me think of this is not necessarily like a regular, like out at a place, but kind of it was. So last thing, cause I actually can name a couple places, but I'll just name these two. Um, the other one is I was in a Bible study with um, a group of women and I want to give them a shout out. Um, Miss Denise, Tracy, Jean and Melissa. I know Gina and Melissa listen, shout out, love you guys, miss you guys so much. And we had a Bible study every Wednesday morning and then the Bible study season was over, but we kept it up. And yeah. That actually was like really great. Like, every Wednesday, or I believe it was every other Wednesday, Jean would come and pick me up from my house, and we'd go to Miss Denise's house, and we would just, like, talk and chat, and we talked about everything, like, and these are all godly, Christian, it was truly a Titus 2, like, looking back, it was, like, a Titus 2 type thing, at least for me, because I was the youngest, and, like, uh, and it was all ages, like, I was the youngest, and um, Mm -hmm. there were, everyone else was, like, older than me, but, like, you know, ranging from, like, early 60s to Mm -hmm. me, I was, like, what mid-20s and um during that time we just talked about everything and it was even like a season where we I mean like literally everything and it was just so and it became like just a system thing like okay every other it was every other Wednesday every other Wednesday all right I'm going to Miss Denise's mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this we're going to do mm-hmm. that oh she'll have the coffee and like thinking about that that was good a routine I also realized that like I I love spontaneity, but I also really like routine. Yes. There's consistency. people, consistency, structure. Mm-hmm. Structure. There's people, so like that in my head when I first said that, when I was first thinking about that, because I've really been reflecting on my life this past week, uh, which is why I like this question. Um, when I first was thinking, like, I like routine, but I also like spontaneity, I realized it's not necessarily, it doesn't contradict like you think it does in mm. your head. Really, what I mean is, I like, to have something consistent and then I like shaking that consistency and then coming right back to that consistency to stabilize and then shaking it again whereas there's some people who are like now let's keep it off so who needs a place a home I'll just crash mm-hmm. at so-and-so's I'm not mm-hmm. like that at all I'd rather have a like a consistent place I know this place is gonna be here when I come back from my trip I have a friend who like I don't even think he has a home he's just oh I'm going there and <laughs> and I just go there and I'm gonna tell you this person's place and it's like how do you live like that like I can't I know. do that but I love traveling. Like I will go out and I'll leave for a couple days. I probably can't do a whole month, but I do like the idea to I did a come maybe a month, I guess, but probably not more than a month. But like the idea is just to come back to something stable. Anywho, um, those two places are the places that I thought of when you asked about like where are you a regular, and it really did like looking back, it really did help with like your mental health, like your yeah. socialization, like that. Really was. It's exciting when you go places and people actually are happy to see you. You know. For sure. What about you? What's your regular place?
1: Well, we have a few. Mm. One, and I think in order to be a regular, I think you have to like know the names and be like, hey, Johnny, hey, Rosie, like another latte for you. Sure. You know, kind of thing. Like that's what I imagine with being a regular because I think that builds that personal experience. Definitely a regular at Trader Joe's. I'm not at the level where I like can name people but I really you know I should I should be able to be like oh we're gonna go over to Susie's lane and see how her kids are doing you know kind of thing like yeah okay. that's something I would like to be able to do we also are obviously regulars at the coffee shop ben- beneath us night swim coffee um mostly because Andy loves their coffee. I really don't like their coffee. I find it's really strong. But like, we'll go and maybe I'll get a cookie. You know what I mean? I'll get a cookie.
0: Sponsorships from them continue.
1: Well, maybe from Andy. I mean, he loves their coffee. But like, you know, we'll go in and be like, "Hey, Rosie," like you know, and she'll be like, "Latte with whole milk," and we're like, "Sure, thanks, champ." You know, so like, (laughs) that's really fun. Um. Definitely – I'm definitely a regular with my eyebrow girl, but it's not like I walk in and she's, like, the regular. I don't know. It's, like, more like I'm loyal to this one girl, and she has her own little private business, so. But I'm also not really loyal to her because sometimes I go to a different place. But anyways, Hopefully, yeah, I wish – I wish I had more places I was regular at because I think, like, I just – I imagine that would be so comforting, you know, to have a place where you know people – and, like, they're going to be there, and they're going to know your order, and they're going to know – they're going to want to know how you're doing.
0: You know what I mean? And that's community. Like, that – I think totally. – so, this isn't a story, but I did see this week that um, people were talking about, like, suicides arising. Um, like, during the pandemic I, – I was listening to someone, um, I think it was Breaking Points. They were saying, like, during the pandemic, they kind of, like, lower, and then right after the pandemic, it spiked up again. Mm. And I think it is a response to community because I think once we all came Mm -hmm. out of the pandemic, I mean, everybody started acting crazy. And -hmm. I think part of it is community. I mean, there's a myriad of reasons, like prices are high, life is tough. Mm -hmm. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of reasons, but I think, you know, a good way to combat stuff like that is through community and knowing your neighbors. And I just thought about this. I'm a regular at my gas station. When you said that. that, when That's great. It, that reminded me, my mom always goes, it's good, like, at the gas station, at places that you uh, you go to kind of often to, like, mm-hmm. kind of be, like, friendly or whatnot to mm-hmm. people and things like that, because if something does happen, mm-hmm. they recognize mm-hmm. your face. So, like, mm-hmm. if, um you know, something like, le- like, let's say, like, I'm going to the gas station and this is a crazy scenario, but. It could happen. And someone is like kidnapping me. And I go in Mm -hmm. and the person at the gas Mm -hmm. station knows I'm normally like, hey, what's up? And if Mm -hmm. somebody comes by, they say, you know what? Actually, she was kind of, she seemed kind of distraught. Yeah. A witness. Tiny things like that. Yeah. Tiny things like that is good to, um, my mom's always like, oh, it's just good to like, when you're going someplace regular it's good for them to know you to get to know your personality a little bit so if there is an issue they you'll have someone who can vouch for you if something or like even if like mm-hmm. you know someone comes and robs the place and it's just me and someone else and they're like who did it the cashier knows that i wouldn't do that so the cashier can yeah. say, definitely not her and then like it's the other girl you know things like that. Yeah. but yeah so i guess my gas station i'm a regular at, but like that doesn't feel as He's, yeah. he's not excited to see me not like how they were at the why or like how it mm-hmm. wasn't that like group i was in you know
1: well i love that well everyone let us know where you're a regular at and if you're not a regular somewhere start to be
0: yeah seriously i think i love this question and i it really it, like community it just goes back to how are we going to fix kind of the issues and you know um evie magazine was talking about like people Friendship, female friendship and things like that. I'm not saying that you're gonna like your the lady who does your coffee is you're gonna invite her over for girl nights, but you could. You for know? sure that could be yeah. how it happens. Like it's possible. It's just yeah. tiny things like that. Yeah. All right, ladies. I think these are all the announcements. Are you ready for the stories? I'm ready. We've got some
1: really good stories, y'all.
0: Yes. Okay, so first thing I'm gonna say, another week, another indictment. Um, I'm not. We're not gonna go over any of the indictment stuff because, like I've said before, it's a lot of stuff. Um, and I honestly don't know it well enough to say anything yeah. other than like, oh, it's going on. I am gonna link breaking points. I did a video of it, and you know you can watch your Fox News, your CNN, your MSNBC, but make sure you're watching both sides because. Mm. um each side is having i mean this morning i was listening to my um up first on the daily drive on my spotify same love that one you said you love that one Mm -hmm. yeah um and uh they have their own spin on things so like everybody just listen i think you need to listen to both sides um so i'm gonna link the breaking points on that uh oh the other thing i want to talk about (laughs) for two seconds is the Kiki Palmer update. I sent it to Freeman. So you guys know we talked about Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend. um, She was... Her boyfriend uh, put a text message or I'm sorry, put a message that probably should have been a text message on Twitter. Whole Twitter world blew up. And now Kiki Palmer has um, created a music video with Usher. Also, the clip that's going where I don't know if the clip was in that tweet I sent you, but uh, in the clip, she goes, I am a mother, and then winks. And I was like, oh, you just, ah, stop, stop, stop. Mm. That's too much. Like, that's still the father of your child. So it's like, ah, too much. But yeah. Update on that story. Um, <sighs> and I guess they're definitely not together. Like, you know, there was a part of me that was like, maybe they are together. Kind of like when that guy from, um, What's that show that I hate, but our friends love? Um, the Bachelorette. Um, kind of like on The Bachelorette, when that guy said he broke up with that girl. And I remember seeing them like, they didn't break up. And then it turns out they really didn't. But he needed to say that so the heat will get off of him and her, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I was hoping was happening with mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer. Because, like, you, don't, you want kids' parents to be together. You want them to get married and be together. But that's just... This kind of shows that did not happen. So, you have any thoughts okay. on Kiki Popper's behavior currently?
1: No, no thoughts. I'm ready to. I'm actually, I've done way more research on the other topics, so I didn't really write down anything to say on this.
0: Okay. I mean, you don't have anything you want to say off the back. Oh, well, I forgot you don't really like doing that, though. You don't, you like, no,
1: to- I don't, because I want to make sure everything I say, you know, I don't. I don't spout off something wild. So I we're, love we're good that. For,
0: now. for those that don't know, I don't do that. Sometimes I haven't even read the full article. <laughs> Mallory <laughs> spouts off wild things all the time. All the time. And sometimes it just comes out the mouth. If I say something wrong, I'm sorry. Um Same. You know. Of course. If I say something wrong, I'm sorry. If I say something you don't like, I might be sorry, I might not be. Um, okay, so our next topic, which is like probably the main topic of the night mm, no yes sorry no the main topic of the night. scroll to the second one okay um, okay yes it's coming from new york post everybody's talking about this the blind side
1: oh no this isn't the perfect family that we thought it was
0: no it's not are you guys oh, ready to hear no. what's going on i
1: wasn't expecting this so,
0: this is from the New York Post. And I want to say, like, by the time this episode comes out, we could have more information. We could not. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the blind side to her family accuses ex-NFL player Michael o'her of the $15 million shakedown before bombshell court filing. Michael O'Hare, the ex NFL star whose story inspired the Oscar winning film The Blind Side, allegedly asked his adoptive family for fifteen million dollars not to go public with the claims that they swindled him, according to the family's attorney. Sean and Leanne to, to, how do you Tui, say Tui oof, said through their legal representative that there is no credence to O'Hare's claims he was fooled into a conservatorship and rubbish claims that that the couple made millions off of their life story. Um let me look really quick. I wanna read what exactly um he is claiming. I thought I had um it's basically that
1: that yeah he believes that he's upset because he thought he was adopted by them when in reality it was only a conservatorship which is mainly a financial kind of i don't know yes protection. wait let me
0: let me read this part um, like I said, I sometimes I only read the full article. Um, but O'Hare released a statement after news of his court filing became public, saying, I'm disheartened by the revelation shared in the lawsuit today. This is a difficult situation for my family and me. I want to ask everyone for privacy. I will let um, the lawsuit speak for itself. Um, he, uh, O'Hare, a 2009 first round pick of Ole Miss, who was played for the Ravens titans now wants to end the conservatorship and secure an injunction barring them from using his name and likeness. He also wants an accounting of the money that they've earned off his name, Mm. a fair share of profits and punitive damages. Since at least August, 2004 conservators have allowed Michael specifically and the public generally to believe that the conservators adopted Michael and have, use that untruth to gain financial advantages for themselves and the foundations Mm -hmm. which they own or which they exercise control all monies made in said manner should in all conscience and equity be disgorged and paid over to the said ward michael o'hare the twoies twoies yeah Thuys tricked O'Hare into signing the document that named them his conservators just three months after the offensive lineman turned 18 back in 2004, the petition said. The family, then alleged, used their newfound legal power to hammer out a deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalties while giving nothing to the man who inspired the story. Back when O'Hare signed the papers, Thuys made it seem as if it was no real difference between adoption and conservatorship. O'Hare said in his 2011 best-selling member, memoir, "I Beat the Odds." Quote, they explained to me that it means pretty much the exact same thing as of parents, and that the laws were just written in a way that looked in a way that took my age into account. But that's not true. The conservatorship gave the Tewes the power to handle O'Hare's finances, even though he has yep. no psychological disabilities. The blockbuster uh-huh. 2009 flick that followed made hundreds of millions of dollars in the theaters and tens of millions of dollars more in home video sales. The two profited handsomely. The legal filing said the couple and their two birth children made $225,000 each plus 2.5% of the movie's net profits. The filings also claimed that the two had O'Hare signed another contract in 2007 that effectively gave the right to their story to 20th Century Fox studios with no promise of re- Recompensation to be recompensation. Yeah. O'Hare said he doesn't remember signing the contract according to ESPN and he did and if he did, no one allegedly explained to him what it meant. Okay. So that is what's going on currently. The two E's are saying that they did not do this. They um are saying that they have you know the normal. We loved him. We don't know why he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Um, you can go, or you want me to go? You can go. So, a couple of things. Uh, full disclosure: I've actually never seen The Blind Side. I don't really like movies like that. Um, I haven't seen that or The Help, The Butler, nothing like that. I just personally, I just don't like those type of movies. Um, mm-hmm. when I saw this article, I was shocked because I do know this is. A lot of people's favorite movie. Yes. A lot of, whenever I say I've never seen The Black people <laughs> you've never seen The Black Yeah, no. that's no. me. Yeah. So I know a lot of, so I was shocked. But then I also, like, after I started thinking about it more, I'm going to tell you this. I do remember hearing a couple months ago on a podcast that the parents didn't come to his wedding. And that's mm. right there, because people were like, oh, this comes out of nowhere. Well, if they didn't come to his wedding, mm-hmm. that is a big deal culturally i will say culturally black people are your family is going to come to the wedding like whether you Mm -hmm. guys are on good terms or not it's probably Mm going to be your only wedding ideally it's your only wedding Mm -hmm. even if you and your mom just got into the fight of your life she's Mm -hmm. still going to be at that wedding culturally that's Mm -hmm. just not something like um that you're just Mm -hmm. you're fit like unless that person has murdered your children mm-hmm. like they're going to be there if their family like one of my friends um one of her cousins like didn't rsvp but then was commenting on another one of their cousins something like yeah i can't wait to see you that weekend and she was like i i didn't even know they were coming and it's like well i hope that uh, two other people don't come because they're coming you know it's how, mm-hmm. like, that's just like that's family that's just kind of culture that's like what we do so to me hearing that he would not have the family his family there that is just wild that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. um so that clear to me that shows there's not there's uh trouble in paradise secondly i might laugh during this part only because i'm like uncomfortable not because it's like funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in the movie the things that i'm seeing that i'm writing they're saying they're like they portrayed him as like dumb and slow and like he's not he's not smart well apparently that people thought that's how he really was. So when he went to the NFL, he actually had a little bit of hard time because people thought that he was really dumb and like mm-hmm. dumb, but he wasn't. He was actually in a a school, a private school, and to get into the private school you had to be smart. But like the movie portrayed him as kind of dumb. And then when you really think about it, like a lot of nobody really wants to be portrayed as like dumb and and nobody wants to be portrayed as like, Dang, that boy was poor. His mama right. was a crackhead, and his daddy didn't love him. And oh, whoa, was boy. Oh god, nobody mm-hmm. really want. Like, you don't really want that out there yeah. about you, whether yeah. it's true or not. You don't really yeah. want that. So, I also am reading that he didn't really like the way he was portrayed, and that makes sense. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be portrayed like that either. Like, and you know it. So, like, yeah. I, I can see where there is issues and problems with that. Because even, like, movies like, even movies like uh, The Butler, the I'm pretty sure the guy who was a butler, by the time it came out, he had passed. I can't even, I don't even know the full plot mm-hmm. of that movie. um But I know it's in the same category. Like, a lot of times these movies about people's real lives that are like that, they have passed. Like nobody, you know, like that's kind of you know you he's probably excited. Oh, this movie about I me! Mean, you see, like you know, they have this yeah. idiot, like yeah, and like they someone was saying like in the movie, it made it seem like he couldn't even throw a ball. No, <laughs> he was playing like three sports. Like he was uh huh. one of the people that does like football, basketball, and baseball. <laughs> like he couldn't, th- he didn't know how to throw a ball. That's so funny to me. I don't, first of all, I don't
1: remember that in the movie at all.
0: Like... Uh, like, he was not smart enough to, like, understand the plays type of thing. Like... Oh, yeah. I do I remember I mean, I've seen the commercial he, where she's like, protect him, and it's like, he played three sports. I do
1: remember that he didn't... He struggled with... with with playing.
0: But, like, he, he wasn't real. He... he play basketball football and baseball like he wasn't an idiot okay like that's how they betrayed him
1: i don't think it was that i okay i get that like there's no way it's going to be actually his life biography like i understand that that's frustrating i understand that that's going to hurt a lot of people. It's co- probably made the wife feel inferior to Sandra Bullock. Like if Sandra Bullock was playing me, I'd be like people are going to be surprised to see that this is what I look like in real life. Like you
0: see what I'm saying? Like um Sandra Bullock got an Oscar for it. This woman, I it's um I, I I understand what you're saying like it's never going to be exactly the same. But if it's going to if you want to make a biography of someone who's alive, I currently I in like so young. I think it should be as close as possible. Like they could have maybe he didn't have to play baseball and basketball, but he could have at least known how to throw a ball. You know like But I think that was part of like okay, cuz if you remember in the
1: movie, the reason that the he wasn't tell me. Okay, the reason that he wasn't able to like kind of register how to play the game was because he was always told not to be violent. Like, he was just not a violent person. And then Sandra Bullock comes and says, okay, that defensive linebacker, he she said, pretend like he's going after me. And then that's what triggered in him that aggression, and his love of Sandra Bullock is what made him angry. Not angry, but that's what gave him that drive. Right. So... I don't think it was because he was dumb. I think it was because he needed that push. So my point is, I'm a little bit sympathetic to the movie. I think the movie was good. I think I can totally understand how degrading that would feel to be portrayed in that way. I do think it was for a purpose.
0: Yes. I mean, it's a good hearing that as the explanation like oh that's a good story see what i'm saying yeah I, if only they could have been like just made up or like how uh eight mile isn't really about eminem but we all think it is like i wonder if they could have mm-hmm. done something like that you know you know eight mile right the movie eight mile
1: yeah yeah okay okay You've like,
0: mm-hmm, like you didn't know what I was talking about at first. No,
1: never seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah,
0: like everybody thinks it's Eminem and it's not his life story, but like we're like, "Oh yeah, a white rapper, Eminem." I wonder if they could have done that cuz like I, I can, see. Yeah. Cuz like I can I he was saying how like people in the NFL like cuz you know, you're a liability. Like if you can't understand these plays, for sure. I, we need you out there. If we're about to pay you, like, millions of dollars. You need to know how to do these plays. No, but this was during, like, this was during, like, college recruitment. No, this was the NFL when he was, um, when, on the thing I was listening to, they were saying that the end of the, the recruiters I, I the NFL were kind of like, okay, like, are you going to be able to understand this? He's like, yeah, yeah, I can understand. That was just part of the movie.
1: So, right. Like,
0: I, and I don't, I don't actually think the movie was bad. I I mean, I haven't seen it. And I'm not saying the movie was a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, there's just, like, these little tiny things that, like, ooh, My know. problem
1: with the movie is that it felt like it was implying that a human being, that adopting a human being can be an act of charity. Like, that providing mm. for a human being is a charitable thing when it, it's I mean, I don't know. Like I don't want I guess my the reason that I resonated with people's concerns is because sometimes I can feel like people think I'm their charity. Like people know that as a young couple we're struggling like financially. And I've felt like people think I'm charity you know, mm-hmm. and for Elise, if you're listening to me, when you give me your clothes, I'm not talking about that. I love your <laughs> clothes. Thank you for bar- for letting me have your hand-me-downs, but like sometimes I've had this like worry that people made me think by helping me out, they're doing like their good deed of the day, mm-hmm. and I would hate to, I hate that feeling, and so that's part of why I can understand, and there's also a racial, you know, element where it feels like maybe he's being taken advantage of. I know there were concerns about the family. I think the family was Alabama fans. And I think supposedly they pressured him a lot to go to Alabama because they had ties and because they had that upper hand. I mean, they were providing for him in every way. So wouldn't he need to reciprocate?
0: Yes so that kind is of there are there strings attached to their generosity so that leads me to another thing but before that i want to talk about the charity thing really quick that reminds me of how when people see someone homeless and they go look at me i'm giving them five dollars <laughs> this poor homeless person mm-hmm. they have no teeth and they're balding and like it's his mm-hmm. absolute worst day on earth but look i have five dollars yeah it kind of gives that kind of vibe when you were talking about the yeah. thing about charity and it's like we should be able to help people with no strings attached For sure. i love that you say that that you kind of you essentially said that like when you even like with adoption like um i'm when you let's say you adopt a baby even no matter what happens like that's your child if your child yeah. decides you know to become a murderer you know, they hate you that's still your child you still have to love them because that's your child there is no strings attached Um, yeah and that okay so that kind of brings me to the other thing so there's three people when they heard the story there's three types of people um and this is what i really don't want to turn into this but just because of as if you know we already have all these issues with race in america there's let me tell you the three so there's a. (laughs) i knew it these white supremacists white savior i knew Mm -hmm. it these people are so evil there's them then there's the he should just shut up and be grateful someone scraped him off the ground blm this is blm's fault thanks obama and then there's hopefully Mm -hmm. us who are like dang this is really messed up i hope this is not true and a huge misunderstanding Mm -hmm. and Eventually, mm-hmm. it'll all go away, and everybody will be happy. And yeah. if it is true, that's really sad. And if it's not true, hope justice ooh, is served. Why you do that? Everybody deserves to be happy and loved. And it mm-hmm. is whoever is owed money should receive money. Whoever mm-hmm. is not owed money should not receive money. So there's yes. those three camps. I have seen all three speak in the last couple of days. I'm hoping that we're all part of the third. Um, if you find yourself in the other two camps. Don't know what to tell you. But this is just such a story that everybody has an opinion of, (laughs) first of Mm -hmm. all. Number two, it just really does touch on a lot of different topics about charity with no strings attached. That, I mean... Freeman that once again you I guess this is why you prepare ahead of time to say really nice things like that Uh, but (laughs) well because I
1: felt that way that's why I'm able to say it so precisely is because I think that all the time verbatim
0: charity no strings attached I think that's something you know that's that's a takeaway this week like are you doing charity of no strings attached if you helped out this person are you expecting them to help you back and, or are like, you doing
1: it because you expect God to p- repay you in some agreement? way
0: I was just about to say that I love you for thinking that I was just about to say and are we like tithe are we tithing because like, oh God's going to give it to us right back that's why I have to give because I need money right is that why you're like same thing it's are we doing things because we want God to bless, or are you doing things because this is the right thing to do? Yeah, you want to help this person that need help. Here you are helping because
1: you know nothing that you own is really yours. Is mm. given to you. Yeah, nothing you own is yours. It's not given to you because you're owed it. Ooh, that's good. Okay, that's good.
0: That's good. No. no, I mean, mic drop right there. Nothing that's given to you is yours you are not given that because you're owed that that's good freeman that's good so i guess closing thoughts on um mr o'hare we don't know good luck <laughs> yeah i think that like i agree we can the real comment.
1: conversation isn't even like just this like lawsuit the real conversation is so much bigger
0: <laughs> exactly there's not really much we can say about the lawsuit other than like I said dang I hope this is not true I hope this is a complete big misunderstanding and they're all going to hug and everybody that's owed money will get money that's all we can really say yeah and I mean more is going to come out like I said earlier whatever is done in the dark is going to come out eventually Yep. it eventually comes out I feel like we say that in every podcast say that again
1: I feel like we say those words in every podcast and I'm like segment clip segment
0: clip segment clip I mean, I'm sure we do, because it is the truth. Like, it does come out. And like I said last episode, this is a season of justice. Um, and um, oh, I'm not a lawyer. Wow, I'm so consistent. You know. That's a thread. That's in all these episodes. That's a season threat? That's a thread. It's a thread. Oh, I thought you said that's a threat. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, being consistent is a compliment. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but like... You said everything that
1: has happens in the darkness comes to light. That's a threat.
0: Oh no 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 no! That's not a threat. That's a promise. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just joking. Just joking. It's a little or bit of blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, so it's this TikTok called. I'm not a lawyer, but she breaks down the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Really interesting stuff. So I'm gonna link that for you guys. Um. Mm-hmm. She's on the uh, on the uh not the bird app, but the uh, clock app. So, okay, next story, which is another story everybody's talking about. This one is brought to you by NBC News. Rachel Zegler gets viral backlash as comments about Snow White remake resurfaced. The film is set to release next year, but Zegler, who stars as the title character, has been the subject of online discourse over several interview clips from last year's Emerge. Disney's live action remake of the 1937, wow, I didn't realize it was that old, cartoon snow white is scheduled for release until march but his lead actress rachel zegler is already at the heart of the social media controversy over comments she made last year in a soundbite that has gone viral zegler suggested scenes featuring her co-star andrew burnap who plays prince charming should be cut from the film and another soundbite that has become the center of this course zegler described her version of snow white as a leader who doesn't need a prince to save her she also told an interviewer that she saw the original film only once because before she was cast because she found the film scary as a child. On TikTok, some users said they think that in an effort to make Snow White more feminist, Zegler inadvertently design- assigned an anti-feminist sentiment to the character. Mm. Others used a viral discourse to bash Zegler, a Latina actor who has already faced racist backlash, to her casting in the live-action remake. Okay. That seems irrelevant yeah that part well that's irrelevant to like what we're going to talk about but that was kind of like a big thing that they were talking about for a while hmm. um Because she's not white like she doesn't have like pure white skin but that's a whole other conversation um can i go first on this one really quick sure okay so um first of all uh another full disclosure i don't think i've actually seen snow white and you know i'm the I queen am. of princesses um Okay, this for I'm sorry for the Snow White lovers. She kind of is boring and I hate her dress. Um, so and I, <laughs> I felt that way my entire life. Wait, um, I need to look
1: up a picture.
0: Yeah, I hate her dress. Um, she's no Ariel, Jasmine, or Aurora, or Brandy's Cinderella. Hmm. So, all that to say, I'm probably going to see the movie, if I'm being honest. That's another thing, too. I'm probably going to see it. Because I want to see when she says she's a leader, Um, she doesn't need a man. I would love to see how does that translate to staying as close as possible to the source material. I'm very curious. Yeah. The Snow White is definitely one of the ones. There's some that are like, kind of like Cinderella. I mean, they tried it with the um that Cinderella latest yeah. version of Cinderella. Um for amazon prime with that girl who sings Christmas, she sings christmas like that y'all know who i'm talking about um gosh what is her name cabello um so they did that version of cinderella and she kind of was girl bossy she wanted to be a centrist. so for cinderella that kind of makes sense jasmine yeah. makes sense Ariel, not really, because at the end of the day, you know, she wanted to be human, means a man. But Snow White, it just doesn't make sense how you can make it kind of like girl bossy. So I'm very curious on how they're going to do that. And obviously I will be reviewing it for, for the class. Um now here's my thoughts on making it girl bossy. It's a kid. it's for kids, just make it lovey. Like I understand Mm. the want to make things girl bossy. Um, because I think a lot of people get to be in their late twenties, I'm sorry, early twenties, and they realize that like Prince you know, Jimmy that lives down the hall from you isn't Prince Charming. You know, he's not Mm -hmm. going to drop everything because you're you want to take a rendezvous, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's disappointing. It's a shock to your system. I'll be honest. The guys I met in college—it was a shock to my system. I didn't date in high school for various reasons, and I get the college. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> my prince will be there. It is a shock to the system. Okay, like it's okay. shocking the first like, time. You're like I can't legally blonde into this relationship. Literally, I- I'm like, I'm sorry. We- you're not even gonna pick me up like tiny things the nail trick didn't work the long nails didn't work what right like oh I had to hold my own door this is strange so you realize Um. that and I think that if you aren't like self-aware enough you kind of start like doing the whole I'm a girl boss my way through it but like I don't think there's anything wrong with like having girls little girls especially like wanting to want Warrantine prince charming sure it will be mm-hmm. shocked to the system when they get to college and it's jimmy but like i don't know <laughs> that's a rite of passage like jimmy yeah not even like jimmy and you you know you're like wow jimmy and i had a really good conversation in class maybe he'll take me out sure let's go out yeah. and then you're yeah. like yeah he doesn't open the door like he's just yeah he's just jimmy so like mm-hmm. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. you um and i think like maybe I almost want to say, like, she's, like, projecting onto the children. Honestly, yeah, that's a really good point. I feel like she's projecting onto the children, and it's like, just let them have fun. Like, let them enjoy the movie. Love is cute. Lo- love is great. Like, I'm going to say this thing about love real quick, and then then I'm going to be done. Um, in Aquamarine, when they're talking about love, and um, so... For those who don't know the plot, she's a mermaid. She has three days to fall in love with someone. So she's trying to fall in love with this guy, and then these two girls that are like super cute and quirky. They're like, "Oh, maybe I should review Aquamarine. Love the movie." Um, and they're like super cute and quirky, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's tell you about love." And then toward the end of the movie, um, they talk about love and and like everybody wants it because it's the closest thing we have to magic. And that's such a corny, cheesy line. I think about it all the time. Um, and then like spoiler hmm. alert. It ends up being like she because she has to show her dad that um, humans can love and that as a mermaid, she can love, too. So she's they're trying to get the love for this boy, but the boy doesn't Mm. even know her. So he can't like fall in love with her. But Mm. the two girls, one of the girls is afraid of water. Um, but she had to help and save her, so she jumps in to save her, even though she's afraid of water. So it was like the friendship love, which is like, oh wow, yeah. It's- oh, you haven't seen? Oh, we should watch the movie. Oh, I love it, and it's so sweet. It's like the friend, and like you get all teary-eyed, like I do. Love my friends. My friends are great. So it's it's That's so sweet, so cute. It is, and. I mean, there's different types of love in that regard, you know, like, mm-hmm. friendship love is what I mean, friendship, friendship, like, mm-hmm. anyway, so, like, love is a great thing, like, you want people to feel that, you want to have, like, little girls look forward to that, because it's a good thing, but I think, like, she's kind of projecting and like uh, and like her attitude about it is so i one thing i don't like that celebrities i feel like have been doing a lot lately is bashing things that you're in i'm sorry that's not cute that's not Mm. funny don't bash Mm. it zach Efron, i'm talking to you he is he's just not like high school musical and that is so why would you say that like that makes me not like you i mean i still do yeah like, like he's gone down some points in my head um, mm. so going around bashing your like the source material, like to be able to play a Disney Princess is an honor, mm. and you know say whatever you want to say about uh Hale Hallie uh, not Halle Berry Hale a little more made yeah say whatever yeah. you want to say about her she handled that with grace and class she was very proud to have been Ariel she I mean best singing best rendition of all the songs like. She handled that with class. Rachel going around, yeah. Well, it's not gonna be uh there's not gonna be love in ours. It's gonna be nothing but leadership. <laughs> it's like so yeah. broke something I would be like I don't know. I just yeah it's silly. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I
1: mean <clears throat> first of all, you 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 use the term girl boss and feminist interchangeably that I noticed. Cause mm-hmm. they didn't say girl boss, they said feminist. And I think there's a little bit of a difference. I know in you and I, in our space, there's really not because we assume, I think, that the good feminist, right? Like not the toxic feminist y kind of personnel. But I just want to point that out. I thought it was really interesting that you used girl boss and feminist
0: interchangeably. I think, and you know what? That's a very good point. I think I'm saying girl boss, even though the article did say feminist. I think I'm saying girl boss because I think that's when I'm thinking of the leader, like, mm-hmm. leader, like, I'm going to, uh, I don't need the prince. I think of girl boss. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think of feminist, like, even mm. though I guess it is a feminist idea to not need a man like at least third or fourth way, whatever way we're in. I guess that is the yeah. same. Yeah. Okay. I guess I did do that. No, I mean, I mean, that's fine. Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ideally, you know,
1: feminism would be a totally moderate concept. It wouldn't be too controversial. Unfortunately, it kind of is today. Um, So I will be using the word feminist in my response because I interpreted it as a little bit of a toxic Feminism, rather than just, you know, kind of being, like, girl boss chill. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I think that it's inherently anti-feminist, and I'm using the word feminist in a good, normal way. <laughs> I believe like it's inherently – Yeah, I believe it's inherently anti-feminist to project your own expectations onto another woman. mm mm-hmm. Unless, of course, that woman is harming herself or others, I do not believe that the feminist thing to do is to tell her how she needs to change in order to fit your ideal. Does that make sense? Like, for example, it feels to me like she's saying Snow White needs to, like, flip her priorities, you know? Yeah. And how is that feminist if... If a girl dreams of getting married one day and you're telling her she needs to stop dreaming of that and instead dream of being on stage or dream of having a big following, which is what being a leader is, is having a following.
0: Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean social media, just in general. Sure.
1: How is that feminist? It seems like we're trying to out-feminist each other a little bit and i hope that i'm winning <laughs> by saying like, you know, how many times have i had unwarranted advice on when to have kids. You know, by other women who would probably consider themselves feminists in a normal way, i'm sure. How is that feminist? Now, granted i understand that you're giving me this advice because you love me and you want to make sure that i'm enjoying life, quote unquote. But The real feminist would trust that the woman standing in front of her knows what she wants, knows how to get it, and knows what's best for her.
0: That's all I got. No, that's good. I think, though, I mean, I didn't think of that aspect. That's why I'm glad there's people who do this show, because you're getting a different perspective. I didn't think of it from that aspect at all. Um... Because I no. think that it,
1: the article went in went on to say like isn't it pseudo feminist to say that her love of, mer- of wanting to get married is wrong or yeah. somehow disoriented,
0: yeah, and I saw this TikTok week maybe not week so like last week maybe and this girl was like Snow White was like the original like queen or something like that because she said she went and met these men and said you're gonna work for me I oh! you're gonna work for me and i was like wow very valid point and she's like she had the village mean woman afraid of her because of her beauty and whatnot because mm-hmm. you know snow white the fairest of them all like mm-hmm. it's just yeah i mean i just don't think that like, why can't the little girlies just want to be married princesses? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, yeah. And, you know, if a girlie grows up and doesn't, and her ideas change, that's just, like, life. Of I don't know. I just feel like it's, just go through the phase. And then, you know, like I said, when you get to college and Jimmy isn't Prince Charming, okay. And then you kind of just, like, move on. But you, know? you, like, you know, but, like, there will be a day.
1: Likely. Yeah, that ideally. that will come. Right. So that's not even a bad thing to want. Right.
0: And that I think that's important, too. I think that because of gender relations in 2023, it comes off bad for men or oof, women and men, I guess, and men but for people to desire to be married because if you're single you're supposed to be I am fine in this thing I'm not ungrateful at all. I think.
1: I've rejected men that love me and that's a power move right
0: exactly and like I think during um wait what was it? you said before you said the rejected man you said what'd you say of course Did you say of course probably Okay, I, I thought you said of course okay i just wanted to confirm you said of course um for a second, i heard something about a horse and yeah, about i think that. i
1: did i think i did say of course yeah okay okay
0: so yeah like we're in this age of like where all the you know it's kind of you're supposed to be mm-hmm. like oh, yeah I, i'm fine i don't need mm-hmm. that i'm like if you're really not it's okay to say you're not and mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be crying every night because you're not in a relationship Either there has to be balance, and I think that in this time of all of these weird, like, gender relations, we have that whatever podcast that's talking about how every girl has had a hundred partners by the time she's like 25, Mm -hmm, mm so mm -hmm. you know, and it's getting in men's head, and then you know, there's just all this other stuff going on. I think that seeing happy, positive marriage stuff is actually a good thing, like, having. People, you know, desire to want to be married is kind of a good thing, because we know that like marriage and the family is the foundation of society. We know that that's kind of how everything flows. So it's, I think, it's a good thing. So anyway, also, it just makes me, you know, want to, like, do we have more? We need more princesses. And I've thought about just a side thing. I've thought about like, oh you know, someone comes up with um, a whole new set of princesses. Hmm. How do we, like, get them to be to Disney's level? I mean, I guess it takes mm-hmm. time, because Disney's been since, what, like the 1930s? Yeah. yeah. But I guess it's just time for someone to do that, I guess. Um, yeah. There is another story that I don't think fits, and I kind of don't want to do it. Um... <laughs> I didn't have
1: any – we could just talk – we could just share, like, what it is and then just be like, good.
0: <laughs> sure. Um. Oh, actually – yeah, I guess we could do that. Um, so, this is, was a Politico article, and it was talking about how um, Pornhub was pulled out of multiple states because they didn't want to comply with the age verification law.
1: Which we talked
0: about, yes. Which we talked about, and it's happening to multiple states. Season of justice. This is a season of justice. Valerie, that's so. That is so true. Season of justice, and they'll keep pulling out. And also, I just want to point out, like that's weird. Whether you're pro oh, porn or not, totally doesn't want to comply with the age verification. That's weird. That's weird totally. behavior.
1: That's like ABC boycotting, like, North Carolina because you have to show an ID to buy alcohol.
0: Right. That's strange. was that a good business decision? No. And it makes the people that are in charge of your company look really bad. So... That's what I'm saying. I, like, it's a poor
1: business decision. That's, like, bad PR. Why would
0: any... Yeah.
1: Why would any business want bad PR like that?
0: No idea. So... They're so... Like,
1: they are so messed up. So
0: messed up. And... I think I keep seeing more and more things about like uh, men getting away from porn and women too. Like I-, I know we talk about men a lot more cause like realistically the statistics yeah, yeah. are higher for men, but women men have issues as well. Um, But there's, there's a lot more people like talking about it, like secular people, I don't even mean Christians, like we Christians have been saying stuff for years. But like, Mm -hmm. secular people are even talking about at at least like minimizing it. Like I've seen, um, I've listened to some podcasts, I I listen to these guys that they're not Christians. they're very secular. Um, But I want to know what's going on with like, men. And uh, they were talking about like limiting pornography. One of the guys said that, like, it's impossible but he said, like, there is a point where it's like, okay, you have a problem. So, like, that's a step, you know? It is not impossible. But him no. and many that there's a point where you do have a problem is a huge step. Because before, people were like, oh, unfettered access. Are you kidding me? This is great. So, mm-hmm. yay. porn hopes going down. Um, Okay, so last thing. I know you guys like when we do, like, the random TikToks and, like, the um, kind of talking about relationship stuff. So, I'm going to show you guys. You guys listen to this video um and then we'll just give our quick opinion because we're running out of time anyway all right let me turn it all the way up so everybody can hear it i recently was going on dates with a man and nice guy good
1: guy but once i realized that he was not my husband because i'm only looking for husband energy at the moment i ended things with him and i sent him a text because like it wasn't that serious you know i didn't feel like i needed to do it in person anyway, so sent him a text told him that i didn't see it going any further And he agreed. He said that he didn't think that he could make me happy. And while I appreciate that was very kind response, he didn't even try even try and say that he like wanted to change that he wanted to like, whatever, like, I can be manipulated. I will listen to you. (laughs) You didn't even try.
0: I recently was going on a date. Okay, would you like to go first as the married one? Who has no, because I think
1: you all know what my response is going to be.
0: So, oh, you said no? You don't want to go first? <laughs> you weren't expecting that? No, I thought you would want to go first. No, you guys know what my response is going to be. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that it may like if you feel as if someone's not your husband, and you're on a date with them. I don't think there's anything wrong with like telling them, "Hey, it doesn't work out." But then if they're like. No, uh, or if they're like, yeah, I agree, and then you get upset, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like missing something. I will say so. This is also a good example of how we have over like therapatized ourselves. therapatized is not a word, but y'all know what I mean. Mm, People mm. were like over analyzing it, and it didn't make sense what they said. So, someone said something like, um, it's the effort, it kind of shows that this person didn't have didn't want the didn't put in the effort to really want her but then it's like well then you don't want that person either like if they don't if someone sure truly wasn't even gonna fight for you why would you want them anyway but like I understand like kind of being like oh I kind of wish you had fought for me like I get that but like why would you want someone that wouldn't want to fight for you I I just I think it's a lot of people are just kind of like very circular to me
1: say that again this seems very circular to me
0: yeah and like if she truly felt that he wasn't husband energy how could he change her mind
1: well and why would it be disappointing that he agrees right
0: right
1: i don't know i think this is definitely like yeah yeah I think this is a little bit of a dud conversation because I think it's clear she's being ridiculous to be upset that he didn't put up a fight. If I was upset, never mind, I'm not going to say that because I haven't broken up with many guys. Well, not. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, like, if I was upset that every guy I've like went on one date with didn't fight for me, I'd probably still be crying. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I just mean, like, you kind of have to... Let it go. Let it go. What? What are you talking about? Why why do people choose? Honestly, Mallory, this infuriates me. Why are we choosing? Why are we choosing so freely? Do we have this much time and energy that we are choosing to be mad about something that we have induced?
0: Very valid point. It was self-induced.
1: There would never... I can't relate to on again, off again. I'm not sure if you're the one. I can't, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't be willing to put in work for something that you want, but I I can't relate to that because <laughs> it was so effortless for
0: me. That is so interesting because I think about that a lot. Are you, is it supposed to be effortless? Is it supposed to kind of be like, Wow, this kind of fits like a glove. Like, yeah, like this person, or is it supposed to be over time you start to like them?
1: Yeah, like you're working towards like molding. You're learning each other, and like that's what obviously that of course we are working on learning each other's like, you know, pet peeves and that kind of thing. But, but there's no, there's no deep question of if we're right for each other yeah and yeah i, I feel think, like i'm like, sounding really arrogant i feel like i'm sounding really self-centered not, and i'm not no, no no i'm just no no no, no. Freaking, i'm just trying to share no, no. like this is not something i can relate to and i'm not saying that you shouldn't have like i'm, I'm sure that there are many of us that I had to fight when for choosing yeah yeah and that's i don't i'm not saying that that's bad i can't relate to that and i don't know if maybe the way i did it maybe the way we did it was wrong maybe we were way too head over heels maybe mean
0: no I don't and first I want to say like I think it's your so this is your relationship you shouldn't feel bad and it's not arrogant if that's your experience the time that I thought I I felt the same way too I felt like it was super natural like we just kind of like fell into each other type of things like it is a thing it is possible Mm -hmm. but I think like is it also possible that like you know you don't mesh right enemies to lovers you know like is that just in Mm -hmm. books or is that like in real life type of thing i just i wonder um and i'm guessing like real estate is probably different for everyone like if we're being honest like it can work either way it just had it just depends on the couple and like whether they want it to work um when i think of and last thing about this and then we can wrap up when i was talking about like husband energy and she said he was a nice guy um I was thinking, is this thing that girls do. And I don't want to come off critical at all um, about this. Because, like, you know, you want to be with someone who you like. But I think sometimes, like, I just have, I've seen girls meet really nice guys that they just don't mesh with. Because I think they're expecting, like... Zach F- what like they're
1: expecting sparks fireworks. yeah they're expecting like, the like first sp-
0: meeting right they're expecting like the time they touch you know static and like oh god you know like i think and like it's not gonna always be that way and mm-hmm. that's kind of what i feel like she is kind of alluding to she just didn't say mm-hmm. it i could be wrong but like, i've seen so many girls do that like I am a big fan of dating, going on a date with someone three times before a complete. Now, you know, if you go on the first date and out from my boundaries, you know, he is not a Christian. He has two kids from two different women and he uh, just got laid off. To the drugs. Yeah, he did the drugs. Okay. There's no need to go on three more, two more dates with this gentleman. <laughs> Honestly, it's a sign to, oh, thank you so much for my time here and leaving. But um, I'm a big fan of doing the three dates because, you know, the first one is going to always be awkward and uncomfortable. The second one you're going to be, you already have expectations of that person is going to be a little bit less awkward. But I think the third is really where you can, like, get a little bit more comfortable with Mm -hmm. each other. And I think that sometimes if you're expecting the spark, then it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's just not always going to be there. And it's tough because like the whole thing of I'm like move my hands a lot, sorry. It's tough because the whole thing no, of like not even um ex you know, don't settle for anything. Yeah. And, like, do you like Yep. Yeah. What if you don't have sparks right away? What if you're both incredibly nervous? The last first date I went to was in twenty twenty one, I'm pretty sure. And um mm-hmm no 2022 actually and it was like incredibly awkward i was so awkward and it was because i don't really go on dates that much so like mm-hmm. in my head if you give me another chance i feel like the second date would have been mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. so i think like if mm-hmm. you were just ex- like maybe we had that we would have had to spark the second date. you know what i mean yeah. it wouldn't worked out because he wasn't a christian but um you know like I just think that like the whole like don't settle like I'm not telling someone to settle but I think like maybe just be flexible be flexible maybe that's what it is be flexible maybe the spark isn't at that exact moment and that's okay like I don't think it's wrong not to have the spark the very first time you guys touch and like your hair and then all of a sudden you see doves and like sure that happens (sighs) to some people but I don't know. I don't think it's wrong if it doesn't happen to you. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Uh, let well, us sorry know. My
1: response wasn't more like I don't know. It wasn't very clear. And this is what happens when you give me a curveball that I haven't prepared for, Mallory.
0: Well, no, I thought your response was actually very clear, and I liked that you were honest about your relationship. That's one thing I'm, I do I'm like. Glad that
1: you were honest too
0: about your experience because we're all not going to have the same experience, you know? No, we're not. And I like that um, it's never on purpose, but every co-host that I've had has been married. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm not. And I like that it's that dynamic because obviously we all want to get married. Like that's just a natural woman thing to want Mm -hmm. is to get married. So I like that we're able to give a perspective from someone Mm -hmm. who is and who can kind of talk about, you know, knowing that this is their, your husband. And I think that's a good mm-hmm. thing. And like, like I said, like, I felt that before too, in a, in a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's, mm-hmm. something that doesn't happen. And like, if it does mm-hmm. happen, it's good. And if it doesn't, maybe wait a little bit later. Like, um, yeah. there's people who are married that like, they grew up and they um, never even looked twice at each other. And then all of a sudden no. one day something just clicked. And
1: mm-hmm. that's possible
0: too. That's a just as cute love story. For sure. Just as cute so you guys thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it let us know um what did we say oh let us know are you a regular somewhere and then let us know also what do you think husband material no what what did she say husband yeah husband energy was that husband it? energy let us know what husband energy is to you um Trying to think of any other questions. We'll figure out a yes or no later on. Um, oh, where I- are you a regular at? But that's not a yes or no. Oh. We need a yes or no and then we need like a fill in the blank. We'll think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something. Um, but more than anything, you need to go ahead and like, rate, review, subscribe to this. Wherever you're listening. If it's on Spotify, if it's on Apple, if it's on Apple, please, please, please leave us a review. If it, if you're listening on Spotify, please um, give us five stars. If you feel like this wasn't a five-star episode, then just wait until you listen to a five-star episode before you vote. Um, this was a five-star episode. I think it was, a. I mean, a 16- bajillion star episode if I'm being honest this was a great I mean like I said we're back like this is an episode Um, not to brag or anything but I think we did fabulously Um, good topics though too good topics and good discussions Um, I'm trying to think of anything else just if you can seriously um, rate review and subscribe YouTube if you're watching comment something below let us know you're watching Um, I guess that's it Have a great day, night, evening, however, wherever you're listening. Bye.